It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Wow, it's another Friday morning, May the 19th, a busy week has finally come to a bit of a close. Looking forward to another weekend. And we have our podcast series, Property Investing for Sydney Side, is coming up in just a moment. And what we're going to be looking at this morning is, does rent vesting make more sense than ever for Sydney Siders in today's market? And Arjun Paliwell is back. He's the Head of Research at Investigate Buyers Agency to discuss all of that. And Arjun, the last time that we spoke to you, you were getting ready to attend the REB Awards, where Investor Kit was a finalist for Buyers Agency of the Year for 2023. And some congratulations to you. I believe you won it. Thank you, my friend. Yes, we took out the the big gold and it's been a very special journey over five years now since we started Investikit and the whole journey has just been seeing growth year after growth year and now to be able to help so many families with well over 500 purchases and consistently outperforming the market with regards to our research. I feel all of that coming together has played a key part in all. Fantastic. So that's some great news for you and your team. And we will come back to you in just a moment as we look at rent vesting and the pros and cons of that this morning. You can join the conversation every week by using your phone. Record a message and then email us the file and we'll play any question or opinions you might have the next day. Remember to follow us on any of the podcast platforms so you never miss a real estate podcast. Keep updated with the latest real estate news, economist predictions, property sales, or what's trending right now. Know your property with us on The Real Estate Podcast. Well, you might remember Grace Jones, the Jamaican singer. She was a a model, very, very successful. She's turning 74 today. I found that sort of hard to believe. And if you are celebrating your birthday for May, the 19th. Uh, Happy birthday. You're also sharing it with Sam Smith, the English singer. He's turning just 30. Peter Townsend is turning 77 from The Who. And Eleanor Tomlinson, the English actor, she's turning 31. So if you are birthdaying today, many happy returns. It's the main centre forecast. Let's head around the country on our Friday morning and see how we line up for the weekend. And in Sydney, good morning to you. Expecting a sunny Friday and a high of 19 degrees. In Melbourne, well, expecting some showers, unfortunately. Grab the brolly and the raincoat and the temperature not exactly warm, 15 degrees. In Brisbane, mainly fine and 20 is your forecast top and in Perth today for your Friday sunny skies and a top temperature of 27 degrees. Have you missed one of our episodes? Are you a new listener? 
we have over 500 episodes of powerful real estate interviews, market analysis, predictions and trends. Whatever you're looking for, you'll find it right here. And we are back uh, talking rent vesting and the renting versus the buying. It's always been a hotly debated topic. Some call rent dead money while others are heavily focused on becoming a homeowner. Plenty of people do love to rent so that they can enjoy the flexibility and the lifestyle around all of that. So let's drill down on some of the facts and the numbers specifically for Sydney siders this morning to make sense of whether rent vesting is the way to go or to buy their own home. Award-winning Arjun Paliwell is back. He's the head of research at Investicat Buyers Agency to go through the numbers. And Arjun, I think perhaps let's just bring people up to speed. What is rent vesting for those that are a little bit unsure? And what are some of the high-level pros and cons of it? So rent vesting is all about renting where you want to live and investing your money rather than focusing on buying the traditional home and then trying to figure out your investing plan down the track. When it comes to some of the pros for rent vesting, just high level, are that you have the flexibility of where you want to go. And that flexibility allows you to likely be in areas that are usually cheaper to rent than they are to buy in most cases. And from there, you focus on your money going to areas that are data-driven, numbers-driven to make the best possible investing decisions. As for the cons, the cons in some people's minds may be, could you have been better off not renting and owning a home? And could you have been better off having that money go towards your own place versus someone else's place? And these are just some high-level thoughts on both sides. And in terms of interest rates, we all know that they've gone up a lot over the last 12 months, but so too have the rents. It's a boiler situation at the moment. And I think for someone listening this morning, does the interest rate hikes change some of the rent vesting cons that you mentioned for Sydney Ciders? In terms of Sydney Ciders specifically, the cons for rent vesting are actually becoming lower and lower in this environment. Yes, rents have risen quickly, but the thing with investing right now is that if you're buying a home to live in, the mortgages have picked up substantially in places like Sydney. So to give you an example, when we look at a mortgage, say for a $2 million property in Sydney, and you're now paying $1,000 in rent for something like that, These numbers might be huge thinking, wow, I'm paying $1,000 of rent in the northwest of Sydney for maybe a nice family home in, say, Bellavista or Castle Hill or surrounds. And if you're doing that, when you break down the actual mortgages, the mortgages are still an extra $1,000 or close to it when you factor in all bills encompassing. And it starts to be a fairly higher amount on that side. Now, when I'm making this comparison, I'm not making this comparison with principal and interest and rent, I'm making this comparison between interest and rent. And so therefore, the interest and the bills in comparison to the rent are still substantially more, even though rents are rising very quickly and rapidly, which means that when you are starting to go for those higher priced properties, rent vesting is still a clear winner because that notion of dead money 
is not the case because one can also say interest on your own home may also be the same dead money too. And it's still costing more than renting, which is an interesting thing in Sydney specifically. Mm, That is a a really interesting stat. And in this interest rate environment, of course, a hot topic has been the borrowing capacity for property investors uh, being worse off than ever, in some cases down 35 to 40%. Now, does rent vesting alleviate any of this pressure for investors? Yes, it does. Rent vesting in the way the mortgage calculators work at the banks are actually far better than buying your own home. So I'll give you an example. Banks have what we call loading percentages. And so if you have, say, a $1,000 repayment, many banks may consider your $1,000 repayment to be the equivalent of $1,200. And this is on home loans specifically. However, that $1,000 rent expense that you have is $1,000 of rent. Therefore, what that means is that there's actually a lower amount considered. And when banks consider your mortgage, they're not just considering your interest component, they're considering your interest and principal. So as a result, what that means is for the same property, not only are you paying less rent to actually live in there, but from the eyes of the bank, they're just factoring in what you pay in rent and that's it. Whereas on a mortgage, they have loading, plus they're thinking of it from principal components. So you're therefore lowering your borrowing capacity when it comes to the investment potential you have ahead. You know, I'm just uh, thinking here, Arjun, there's probably couples in Sydney right now listening to what you are saying, and they've been divided. One has had one side of the argument, the other is saying, let's rent vest. And they listen to you, and that person is saying, see, I told you. Yeah, definitely. I think in this environment, when you are renting, although it doesn't feel nice to be maybe shifting around or needing to worry about rents rising or not, interest rates are just that much higher. And specifically for Sydney siders where the rental yield is traditionally lower, you do actually get more bang for your buck renting. And from a borrowing capacity, you can reuse your capital more across the country to be able to borrow more and grow a portfolio. So for many Sydney siders, I guess the verdict might be clear for them that rent vesting makes a lot of sense. That's one side of the coin. Of course, on the other side, in terms of buying a home, in what scenario does that make more sense? So the scenarios in this environment are limited, but they're more driven around emotive factors, not so much financial. So let's just say you are looking at an area and you do see yourself there for at least 10, maybe more years. And if you can see that far and feel confident about it, then eventually you're going to see the upside of holding a place in that area long term and not feeling like you have to be worrying about moving every year or two when the lease comes up for renewal. So there are motor factors into play because those factors may give you clarity in what you do for your corporate career or your business and allow you to just stay locked in and focused and that may focus in on more growth in terms of your portfolio. But when you are factoring just financial reasons, Right now, the ability to rent vest plays a key part. When you are thinking of long-term home ownership, there is one factor we haven't talked about, and that is things like capital gains tax exemptions, uh, staying in one place for a very long time and not having to see constant selling and buying stamp duty and sales agent fees back and forth, buyer's agent fees. When you factor in all of this stuff, this is what helps you then consider long-term home ownership as a key part of your wealth strategy because you can see the downsize 
to unlock that wealth. But if you're not going to be in an area for a long time, if you're going to keep up with the Joneses and buy and sell, keep upgrading or downsizing, then you may never get that financial benefit that comes with owning a home. And it's just going to be a lifestyle creep factor coming in. So my thinking here is it only makes sense if you're really there in that home for the long term and factor in both emotive reasons, tax reasons, and downsize for wealth planning. And of course, keeping up with the Joneses. All right, so quite a bit to take away from all of that with regard to rent vesting. Arjun, have yourself a fantastic Friday and a, a weekend, and congratulations once again for that award. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 